for the Alliance. For the Horde! Slay them all! Your mum's a bearded ogre and your father's a trog! Welcome to Casually Casual Cast. I am your host, Reyna. This is your World of Warcraft podcast for those who are hardcore about not being hardcore. In each episode, I cover Warcraft news in and out of Azeroth. Sometimes if there's some wild classic news, I toss it in there too. I also cruise the forums and do my best RP impressions at reading some of their forum posts. I make no uh, promises that I do a good job. But I try. And so I do that just to help share some community feedback. I share adventures in Azeroth that I am having, and I finish the show off by taking a trip through Trage Chat. So pull up a chair, put in earbuds, and join me. You can tweet the show at a casual cast. You can email the show at casuallycasualcast at gmail.com, and you can find past episodes and my show notes at casuallycasualcast.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Reyna. Today is February 4th, 2021, and this is episode 8. Let's dive into the news. Well, in our first item up for World of Warcraft news is da 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 BlizzCon is approaching. If you did not know, the BlizzCon 2021 celebration will take place on February 19th at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. The opening ceremony, which is normally used to highlight the upcoming game content, and there will also be the second day of BlizzCon online convention, and that will be again a few hours earlier in the day at 12 p.m. Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The February BlizzCon is celebrating the 30th year of creating their worlds and exploring new universes and sharing countless epic gaming experiences together. They say that they are looking forward to marking the occasion with everyone later this month at the BlizzCon Online. And if you'd like to summon forth some of the anniversary spirit at a time from your favorite BlizzCon games, you can pick up one of three Celebration Collection bundles filled with in-game goodies and extras. And you can do that right now by heading to the Blizzard shop. And from what I understand, BlizzCon Online will be free. So it's cool that um, even though the BlizzCon Online is free this year, you know, because if you normally attend in person or if you buy like the virtual ticket, you're normally paying something. So if you still are looking to get some goodies to mark this momentous occasion, you can do so by going to that Blizzard shop and picking one of the three collections. If you want to take a look at the Celebration Collection bundles, you can head to the us.shop.battle.net site and they have them listed. There's the Essential Pack for $19.99, there's the Heroic Pack for $39.99, and the Epic 
pack, the epic pack for $59.99. I will not be listing every single one of the items in the pack because that is just a lot of things to list. So I will have that link to that in the show notes though, or you can just head to the Blizzard store, the Blizzard Online Gear store. So has everything you need there. Obviously the Essentials Pack for $19.99 has the, the basic stuff. The mount that everybody loves, the Polar Bear mount with the ice spikes is not in that pack. It is in the next pack up, the Heroic Pack for $39.99. So if you wanted to get that mount, you're going to have to uh, shill out the $40 to do so. In addition, I thought it was pretty neat that when you purchase one of the three Celebration Collection Packs, you will also receive a code that you can use for a one-time discount of 15% on an order of items from the Blizzard Gear Score. And that code will be sent to the email address that is associated with your Blizzard account after your Celebration Collection purchase, and that will be starting the week of February 8th. I did decide to hit up Twitter and pull over and do a side quest real quick on the topic of the celebration collection packages that Blizzard is offering for their 30th anniversary. And I tweeted out side quest time. And this is from the show Twitter at a casual cast. If you want to follow to participate in future side quests. So I asked, do you wish that Blizzard offered Blizzard game specific digital celebration collections instead of one collection with a mix of digital Blizzard game items? And out of 31 votes, I have right now 77.4% said yes. They really would prefer that Blizzard separated the collection packages for each of their games. And 0% said no. So if Blizzard listens to two people and what they want, <laughs> they would stop meshing all of their games into the collections. So um, only 12.9% out of those polled in a 24-hour poll said that they liked the mix and 9.7% said they never buy them anyways. So we're sitting at 77.4% said yes, they would prefer a a separated collection based on the games. And I completely agree. I voted yes too because I don't play Overwatch. I don't play Diablo. I don't play Hearthstone. Um, I play World of Warcraft, so I don't really want to spend $40 on a collection that has maybe two World of Warcraft items and then a bunch of other digital stuff I'm never going to use. So I think it's kind of bizarre that they assume that every person who plays one of their games plays all of their games because that's not the case at all. That is definitely not the case. So I think it would be cool and it would behoove them for them to actually offer some anniversary collection bundles. Why do we have to be, you know, follow the little carry down the stick and buy what the packages they want us to buy? I would like to have game specific packages and it sounds like the majority of those polled, 77.4% feel the same way. And I also want to thank Nineball at Nineball Gamer, host of the Diablo podcast, West March Workshop. And they replied with, I'll likely always buy the bundle, but for those fans that only play one or two of Blizzard's IPs, it'd be, it'd be a nice option to break it down. And I completely agree. Definitely a nice option to have it broken down. 
Next up, there is a new mount on the Blizzard store. It is the Lunar Year February 2nd, 2021, and the brand new Lucky Yoon mount is bound to charge you straight into prosperity. You can get this mount at no additional charge with either the purchase of a reoccurring six-month subscription or as a bonus gift if you're currently a six-month reoccurring subscription with a future renewal date. In addition, the Lucky Yoon is also available as a separate purchase in the Blizzard shop and the World of Warcraft in-game shop. Players on an existing six-month reoccurring subscription with a future renewal date will receive the Lucky Yoon mount as a gift in your Battle.net desktop app at no additional charge, no later than February 12th, 2021. Castle Nathrio Raid Finder Wing 4 is now live. Announced on February 2nd, 2021 for Shadowlands, you can cut down the traitorous sire Denathrius and his court of loyalists before their twisted plans unfold in an epic new raid, Castle Nathria. Long as Cyrus Denethrius ruled the denizens of Revendrath as they harvested anima from the prideful souls. But as drought and fear has gripped the Shadowlands, Denethrius revealed his true loyalties. In defiance of his former master, the noble Prince Renathal gathers his new remaining allies for a desperate mission to infiltrate Castle Nathria and remove Denathrius from power! And now we have some World of Warcraft classic news. Blizzard announced a new patch on the Public Test Realms, patch 1.13.7, which detailed a major change to the entire game. They have decided to reduce the spell batching window by 40 times. Instead of a 400 millisecond batch window, Classic will now be getting a modern batch window of 10 milliseconds. You can read their blue post at the wowhead.com blue tracker or my show notes. And you can also read a blog post that goes into further detail on wowisclassic.com. And also a little bit more World of Warcraft Classic news coming from the wowisclassic.com. They shared a screen grab from a post made by a YouTuber that they received on a WoW Classic fan forum that suggested that Blizzard intends to announce the classic The Burning Crusade Realm during BlizzCon on February 19th to the 20th. So keep your eyes posted if you have been looking for that TBC arrival. I'm bored. You want to go for a drive? Sure. You know where I'd like to go? Where? I'd like to go cruise some forums. Hmm. And now we have arrived to Cruising the Forums, where I go to the World of Warcraft forums and the interwebs and find posts by fellow Azerothians, and I share them in a haphazardly RP way. Our first cruising the forum post is by Abu, a 46 Draenei warrior, and they have this to say. We need to sell Anima 
via an in-game shop. Because at this point, I don't even want to do anything within the Shadowlands. The rate we accumulate anima is atrocious. Pacing yourself is one thing, but giving us next to nothing compared to the price of everything is ludicrous. Makes a lot of us not want to do any of it at all. So just, just sell, just sell it to us in loot crate format. Well, hello there. My name is Grumbles and I'm a 52 norm priest. As much as I agree with you that the animal grind is, let's say, horrific, I would rather they let us get anima from world quests in BFA and Legion. Not that that will ever happen, of course. Those daily quests are not as painful. Hey, this is Titan Spite, and I'm a level 60 Void Elf Warrior. Heroic dungeon bosses, I think, should drop 50 per boss. Mythic should drop 100 per boss, and normal raids should drop 100 per boss. Mythic should drop 500 per boss. That is all. Hey, I'm Gallows, a level 60 Maghar Orc Death Knight. And I have to say, I giggle to myself every time I loot 35 anima from a raid boss, but I can get 105 from a world quest. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a lot of feedback and a lot of good points on this anima distribution and grind. And we're going to be moving on to their next forum post titled Loot Sucks in Shadowlands. I'm starting to get a vibe here. I, I'm setting some pattern. Let's hope it doesn't continue. All right. Our first poster is Veleth, and they had this to say. Hey there, I'm Veleth a 30 level night elf hunter and i have a couple pieces of 213 loot i do my four mythics i get duplicate 213 gloves exact same ones i'm wearing stellar system you have here blizzard hey i'm qualori a level 55 dwarf paladin and uh i just want to say nah bro Everything is okay, because the Great Vault lets you pick one thing a week. That makes up for it. Hello, my name is Dreadsuch, and I'm a level 60 Pandora Mage. And uh, I just want to say that less loot seems fine on paper until everyone realizes that you can and will still get duplicates of everything, and your only semi-reliable gearing paths are PvP and the Great Vault. That's the Great Vault, not the Great Wall. At this point, the exact thing everyone knew would happen ended up happening. Last loot didn't make the loot that dropped meaningful. It just made the loot that didn't drop more frustrating. You straight up don't even get gear from the content you do nowadays. In what world is getting level 210 for a plus 15 reasonable. Plus 15s are harder than Mythic Nathria by a very comfortable margin. And definitely 
harder than the first three or four Mythic Nathria bosses, yet they don't even give heroic item level pieces. What sense is that? Hey everyone, I'm Sunbei. I'm a level 60 human death knight. I just want to say that the loot system is awesome this X-Pack. If you can and want to play 70 to 100 hours a week, it's perfect. Woo! Oh, wow. All right. So a little bit of everything right there. <laughs> a lot of good information, though. A lot of great feedback. And speaking of feedback, we have a side quest. What's that over there? Oh, it looks like a, a side quest. Oh, I love side quests. They always get me off on some goose chase. I love them too. They're so much fun and not productive whatsoever. That sounds fantastic. Let's go check it out. Alright, time for our side quest. I went to Twitter and from the Casually Casual Cast Twitter account, at a casual cast, I asked everybody, what Warcraft add-on manager do you use? Well, the bummer part is that when you make a poll on Twitter, they only give you four slots. It's ridiculous. So I picked four add-on managers. I picked Overwolf, Cursebreaker, Ajor, and Wow Up. I just try to take a little bit from here and there. There's so many different ways that you can manage your Warcraft add-ons. Just kind of wanted to get a vibe and I also asked if you had any experience outside of that that you wanted to add, go for it. But everybody just participated in the poll. So 18.2% uh, use Overwolf, 4.5% use Cursebreaker, 9.1% use Azure, and 68.2% use WoW Up. Now, I personally use WoW Up. I don't know why I just decided to use WoW Up. I think what I did is I Googled Warcraft add-on managers and I looked at, that one must have been, I think, nearest the top of my search results. Um, in the past, I have used obviously the curse and then it went to Twitch and then that started to, um, they started to fizzle that one out. And then everybody had to go and find their new home and, um, Overwolf was the one that was commonly recommended. They're like, yeah, you can switch over to Overwolf from Twitch. And looks like only 18.2% of those pulled went that direction with a majority like myself went with WoW Up. So I put in the, the side quest area, all the different links to the different um, Warcraft add-on managers that I have found out there for you to look over if you so desire. But I personally like the WoW Up add-on manager because it is good for retail, classic, PTR, and beta. And um, I put the link to that in the show notes where you can find it at, find it at wowup.io forward slash. And WoW Up is easy to install. There was no setup required. I just downloaded it for, you know, my Windows 10 and fired it up. It automatically detected any World of Warcraft installs that I already had. Plus, I use this on both my PC and my laptop, and on my laptop, I store my games on an external hard drive because it just has, I haven't upgraded my hard drive yet. And I haven't had any problems with WoWUp finding my add-ons and updating them when I go in and do that. And WoWUp also populates the list with your already installed add-ons, and you can update all of your add-ons at once or do them one at a time. It's pretty handy. You can also um, pick the little handy ignore option if you just don't want to do any update automatically with that particular 
add-on that was cool. And also you can help separate desktop apps and clients, which is said to be helpful if you use add-ons like Trade Skill Master or Raider IO. So like I said, there's other add-on managers that you can look for. There's Singularity, there's Azure, there's InstaWow, and then wowhead.com also has an entire write-up on their best add-on managers for WoW Shadowlands too. So I put the link to that as well in the show notes. We're gonna be moving on to Adventures in Azeroth. Alright, Adventures in Azeroth is where I talk about my time in game. So, I finally hit level 60 and I'm currently wrapping up that campaign and Revendrath and that extra little side quests out there. And I really like how I see they pattern the zones from light atmosphere like Bastion, then the darker atmosphere like Maldraxxus, and then it hops to more of a lighter vibe in Ardenwell, and then more of a darker vibe in Revendrath. I like that they spread it out so you didn't feel like you were just spending your whole time and you know, it's nice to balance it. So I appreciate that. And I also appreciate that they did not make each zone such a pain to travel in. You know, like Bastion and Revendrath have so many levels and hype to travel, you know? So I get like, I just really will need some goblin uh, gliders or I need to roll a demon hunter or something because man, I do a lot of jumping off and just crossing my fingers on the way down and hoping that I don't die because I'm too lazy to ride, well, you know, ride the path all the way down to the bottom of the mountain. I'm I'm a hunter. What can I say? We like to just take our chances. So I do appreciate that they, you know, did not make every zone that way. So each zone has its own vibe, like, you know, like we like it to be. So they don't just seem like they're all cookie cutter hard, like high mountain, I believe it was. That was such a, I'm just like, no. I don't know how many times to get lost in those really high TPs in the Hunter's Rise area, I believe, when you go up in the, yeah, you don't talk about. It's, yeah, I'm not a fan of that stuff. I like mine to be more linear questing, like Ardenweld and Meldraxxus, so. And honestly, I had a crack up during one of the cutscenes while questing Ravendrath, and I had tweeted out a picture of what I'm gonna tell you guys about. Um, my tweet said, when no one told you that you were going to be in a cutscene and you show up dressed like you just got out of a Zoom meeting, rocking the business up top and party on the bottom. My cutscene, I took a screenshot of it because it looked hilarious. So in my screenshot, you know, there's the Revendrath people behind me. They're in their epic Revendrath garb. And then there's me. We're up top. I look like I kind of match them at the bottom when we're in like sky blue pants, some mismatched belt. It was just a hot mess. And in then I'm like starring in this cutscene in this that everybody's supposed to be taking me seriously and I just look like a hot mess. I totally just rolled out of the Zoom meeting and thought I could get away with it apparently. So those cutscenes always crack me up when our gear's changing over and you start a new zone and your quest rewards don't exactly match up the best and I hate transmogging through questing because I replaced the gear so much, it's like, why try to track down a transmog person or a mount to only have them one run off on you? <laughs> I see you guys. <laughs> or, you know, constantly have to replace it. So I just wait until I'm done questing and, and then I go. So 
Also, I have chosen to quest through the zones in like one sweep, like doing a campaign quest right along with a side quest because it makes no sense for me to rush through the campaign and then to turn around, pick a covenant and then have to go all the way back to do the zones to help build up that wrap. I just kind of wanted to do it all in one sweep the best I can. So um, I'm especially now since I've been sadly seeing more and more people on forum posts and tweets stating how unhappy they are with the loot system and the animal grind and and they're loathing going into the maw. So it sounds like Endgame right now in Shadowlands is not making a lot of players that making them want to log in to be honest so um i also have been seeing people feel that they feel like they have that end of an expansion burnout already and it's really confusing to them because they're right in the beginning of the expansion and they feel like how they normally feel at the end and that's not a good sign that's a real bummer but I think Blizzard won't be able to ignore this symptom forever. And I honestly hold out hope that by the time I make my way there, that they will hopefully have balanced things more to retain interest for my fellow Azerothians. I just really want to hold out hope because yikes. Also, I think I'm having a lot of fun right now, treasure hunting so far in each zone. And I have picked up some adorable pets. There's a list of easy to obtain mounts out there. So that's a cool thing to do. And that is definitely on my bucket list, but not until I finish my Revendreth questing. I will save those for the future. I did come across Chirpy the Veil Shrieker. It's a pet that you can get in Ardenweld. You see these little piles of these little feathers and you grab the feathers and it blows you up into the air and then you have to tag it's in shimmer bow you have to tag the boss up in the sky so he will come down to fight you and then you get the pot once you kill it so that's cool so check that out the name was trippy veil shrieker and then i also found these really intriguing books floating around ardenwell they are called stuff like naughty story and meandering story and they start a quest when you kill them which was you know they're yellow they're a neutral mob just floating around and i just naturally was like what is this so i killed it and they start a quest when you kill them and if you kill the naughty story i thought the quest was hilarious it says you get to read this a naughty story you have held this book for less than five minutes and it has already escaped once bitten you twice and somehow managed to steal some gold this is not what you were expecting from a naughty story but then again maybe you should have I thought it was cool. Such a cool, fun thing to add into the game. And also, it hit me while questing that I want to normalize being able to pass through barriers when we are in ghost form. I don't know how many times I've died questing, and I'm like, why can't I just like walk through walls as a ghost? I'm like, come on, we're ghosts. We're in the Shadowlands. Just let us go through walls and mountains and stuff. Let's just do that. Let's, that, let's normalize that, okay? Yep, that's what I want to do. All right, moving out of my adventures in Azeroth to trade chat. Okay, it is time for trade chat, the place for extras, the place for spotlights, the place for tips and recommendations, and in-game and out-of-game events. We're gonna first up to bat is a tweet from WoW20 at WoW Level 20, and they tweeted out some cool screenshots from back in the day. They are images from 2004, and they are some of the very first screenshots of World of Warcraft. I put the link to this in the show notes 
you can see it for yourself if you're on Twitter by following at WowLVL20. The content is shared by Dave Wilson, and you can find Dave Wilson on Twitter at GopherStick. But they have a whole list of all, like a multiple thread, multiple screenshots in a thread that if you wanted to see how far Blizzard has come with their graphics and their artwork, go follow at WoW Level 20. They have been putting out some cool Warcraft content, stuff that you don't normally see. So, and a lot of the images are from 2004. So I thought that was really cool. I'm telling you, they have come a long way. The, the one that I have shared in the show notes, it, they all, like it's, it's a picture of all the characters are just dwarves and it looks like the undead and an orc and they all look like they're undead <laughs> except for the doors the doors have some nice coloring but holy moly they got the undead to truly look like zombies they have their zombie action going on so that was cool also i wanted to share for those who do not know that there is a website called warcraftradio.com and from there you can find your perfect podcast by heading to that directory and once you are there you can plug in what kind of blizzard podcast that you are looking for and what kind and style that you uh, like to listen to and you can also leave feedback for the shows that you like to listen to so that is at warcraftradio.com forward slash directory forward slash so it's pretty cool and also the world's fair carnival is a week-long spring extravaganza of the best things azeroth has to offer and this was tweeted out by the account at world's fair and that's fair as in the fancy fair f-a-i-r-e that's world's fair and they are going to be hosting this, I'm guessing in game, because when I looked at the location of this uh, Twitter account, it said Oldham. So I'm gonna rock, I'm gonna say that this is an in-game event. So they did not have a website linked in their bio, so that is all I know, but definitely follow the World's Fair Twitter account for more info. And it seems like that is actually the best way right now to stay up to date on the event. But right now it's scheduled to take place in game on March 14th to the 20th and um, uh, this year. So that's all I know so far, but I wanted to pass that on. And I also wanted to pass on a new blog post by Fussy Pants at the Fussy Pants on Twitter. And the blog post is titled The Never Ending Quest for AP. They delve into the anima drought and how exactly the system matches up to past iterations and current expansions. And you can find this particular blog post and their previous posts at growingupinazeroth.wordpress.com. And also, I wanted to pass on an event for this weekend. Perky Pugs admin at Zuzilla will be hosting a Child's Play charity fundraiser for her birthday this weekend. You can follow Zuzilla on Twitter at Z-U-U-L-Z-I-L-L-A. And also the link to donate to her her fundraiser is in the show notes at casuallycasualcast.com. But you can also look it up at childsplay.com salsalabs.org but it's a very just look up zoo's birthday celebration if you want to go right to the child's play website and also she has it pinned on her twitter currently so the donation link um, has been shared already for those who want to jump on and start donating ahead of time there's going to be giveaways 
And uh, that is going to be custom art by Fabelina, Noxie Chew, and Matt Fawson. There's going to be two snowball ice microphones and a ringer shock mounts by Blue Microphones and two hand-painted figurines by Joe Loader Perez. And this Child's Play charity will take place on February 7th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And the goal is for $2,500. So definitely make sure you check this out. Also, um, Zuzilla is uh, heads off the brands list. And Brands List at Brands List is a list of content creators and also a Discord that is attached to um, this project. And Brands List tweeted out, hey, creators and content consumers, starting today, if you tag at Brands List, that's at B-R-A-N-N-S list, in a tweet that promotes creator content, we will retweet it. The tag doesn't have to be in the tweet, but it can be in response to it. We just want to share what you are doing. So that wraps up this episode of Trade Chat. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Casually Casual Cast. You can tweet the show at a casual cast. You can email the show at casuallycasualcast at gmail.com. You can find past episodes and show notes at casuallycasualcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Horena. And you can also participate in the hashtag Wowspiration Project, where screenshots from World of Warcraft meet quotes and verses and words typically inspirational in nature. Just use hashtag Wowspiration to participate. And you can also follow Wowspiration on Twitter at Wowspiration. And if you want to help support the show, just leave a review wherever you can. It is greatly appreciated. Happy travels to you. Until next time, travelers, have a fantastic day. May our paths cross again. I'll always treasure our time together. Goodbye. Peace. Or not. In my native tongue, my name means dances with tassels. <laughs> 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 <laughs>